the 915 to H-Town, from the Panhandle Plains to the Valley, and everywhere in between. This is the 5050 Podcast, powered by College Promoters USA. Join me, Hector Cano, as we cover the Texas high school club and college soccer landscape, along with an inside look at the college soccer recruiting scene. The 5050 Podcast is a platform about the people and for the people who are dedicated to the beautiful game. And here we go. It is a special edition of the 5050 podcast live from the TASCO, Texas High School Soccer Coaches Convention here in Moody Gardens in beautiful Galveston, Texas. And we are powered by our proud partners at College Promoters USA. College Promoters USA, located locally there in San Antonio, Texas. You can find them uh, in the Ventura Plaza Shopping Center. You can also find them on social media on Twitter at SATX Recruiting, as well as on Instagram at Cause Promoters USA. And you can also get more information on what they're about on their website at CausePromotersUSA.com. My next guests, first guests from uh, the uh, convention here in, uh, here in Galveston, we are joined by the coaching staff, the head men's and women's soccer coaches at El Paso El Dorado High School, the Aztecs, Coach Al Salcedo and Coach Audrey, Adriana, either one, I guess, right? <laughs> Enriquez, welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Awesome, thanks. Feel free to bring the mics a little closer, a little closer to you. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, full disclosure, obviously, I feel great. I feel way better than what I sound. The voice is still kind of going through it, but sometimes, as we say, the uh, the great ones play injured, as they say, right, coaches? So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we're pushing through. Excited to be here. Uh, excited to have you all here, and uh, of course, uh, you have uh, another El Paso boy moves to San Antonio, comes all the way to Galveston just to meet up with more El Paso people, right? right. So it's always the case. <laughs> awesome. So uh, welcome. Uh, how's it? How's it going so far? It's been great. Um, been been enjoying the time here. You know, um, getting to talk to other people, um, learning new stuff. Yeah, it's been a good time. Awesome, Audrey. Yeah, it's been a great time getting the opportunity to get to know other coaches and learn new things and work together and collaborate with other coaches. It's been great, been a great time so far. Yeah. So, I mean, it literally just kicked off. First field session sounds like it's wrapping up with uh, Coach Doug Elder. Uh, I know you all got to see the first, what about the first 30, 30, 40 minutes of that? What was that like? Um, good, good approach to attacking and defending, being able to see it and look at you know, as a coach, you can kind of see where you would step in, you know, and add a comment here and there. Right. Um, but when you're in the back seat and watching somebody else coach a group of uh, young boys, you know, you're, you sit there with your notebook and, and take it all in. Yeah. How about you, coach? Uh, it, it was going well. Um, the transition, learning um, how to transition, how to defend as a team, how to apply pressure, um, how, you know, how they were um, moving and the coaching tips and what he was mm-hmm. going over it's it helps all 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 the athletes yeah yeah so we saw we're able to see all that right and i know you guys mentioned it was a good turnout right good crowd people still coming in um what were your is it about what you all expected or in terms of the turnout so far in that first session what were your thoughts on that for me you know being the first time out here at galveston you know mm-hmm. we've done i've done satellite clinics back in el paso and it's a different vibe yeah um i guess it's just a real eye-opening on how big 
high school soccer is in right. Texas. Right. And the number of people out there is is pretty amazing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Coach? I know you've been here before, right? Actually, haven't. It's also the first time. Is it really? We've oh, okay. First okay. time okay. together here um, at the Tasco <laughs> Clinic. And the, it's a lot of people. And, yeah. you know, get, being able to see um, a lot of from around the entire Texas, I think that's pretty awesome to be able to collaborate and get to know people and build those relationships that um, we can carry, you know, things that we learn from here and talking to other coaches of what works for their programs and what we can bring in right. for our programs. I think it's a, a great opportunity because there's so many people here from all over the state. Yeah, yeah. And I know, so Coach Sassello, you mentioned that a bit of an eye-opening experience, right, in terms of now you kind of get the bigger picture in terms of just how big it really is in terms of the sport across the state. What's, uh, how did, was there a kind of a moment here maybe in the last day or so where it's hit you or sometime today? It's always been on paper, you know, even mm -hmm. going into playoffs last season and talking to the boys, you know, I forgot the number, but you know, we're, let's just say 230 teams right now are in by district. Yeah. Okay. Next round cut that in half, you know, and we talked numbers about the number of schools at that, at that time, 5A, you know, and talking to the boys and letting them know, you know, you're the, there's this many less people waking up this morning to train. Right. So to see the actual coaches side, and then you, it's not just a paper number anymore. It's, you know, these people. And that was what really yeah. took me back there. I was like, wow, mm -hmm. this is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to add to that coach? No, just like um, Coach was saying, just, you know, seeing the number of coaches. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing, like, so many people here, so many coaches here all willing to learn and make our kids better because that's our primary goal and right. to right. help our athletes and soccer players, like, grow. And, you know, seeing everybody here, get, getting that opportunity is just a great way to, you know, for ourselves to grow soccer in this whole entire state of Texas, not just – like our programs, like everybody's here to, for the same common goal. Yeah. And probably you can venture to say maybe outside of if we have a couple of people from maybe the Panhandle area, maybe uh, nobody's probably traveled further than than you all here. Right. So so in terms of getting that word out right to coaches across the state, different all corners of the state, maybe particularly El Paso, um, trying to get more coaches out here, what would you say to them? the experience on why they should pro why they need to be here it it opens their eyes to what the el paso style of play is because it is its own unique style of play mm -hmm. um it and it it's going to show these coaches that there's more to the game you know and there's more to learn from other coaches that you can apply not all of it you know because most coaches are kind of you know, about their style. But when you can incorporate other pieces of other coaches' ideas, right. it's all it's going to do is make you a more competitive team. Coach? Um, just like Coach was saying, um, I think it's important, especially us as a El Paso community, to be able to come out to opportunities like this because the relationships that you build with everybody, like East Texas, you know, we're are by ourselves, like all the way in West Texas, and just have different perspectives of being able to communicate with coaches, talk to coaches, have the opportunity to learn from them, like what's working for them there, right. what what can we install here, and you know, being able to like 
it's we're one state like let's you know have that gathering to be able to have those opportunities to work together you know to mm -hmm. for our athletes i right. think it's important for all past coaches to be here and you know even though it's so far it the opportunity that you're going to get to be able to grow and develop and learn more and bring it back to El Paso and we can get um, our players at a higher level and bring mm -hmm. that aspects of what we're learning here. I think it's it will be a great opportunity for the El Paso coaches to take advantage. Right. Of. Right. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, I got to I got to experience that firsthand up close for two years. Right. I know we got to coach against yeah. each other. And uh, while I was there at Isleta and uh, yeah, it's definitely it's great. It's it's a. You know, it's it's an incredible. It's kind of a sense of pride when you see coaches from all parts of the state here, right? So regardless of doesn't matter six A, five A, four A, and all parts of the state, and they're all interacting. And I think the best learning that takes place here is just like any coaching course that I've ever gone to in the past, right? So it didn't matter if it was on the USSF side, United Soccer Coaches side, or even some of the international ones I was able to attend. The best learning takes place in the networking between the coaches, right? So yeah. the sharing of ideas and experiences and, and, hey, what do you have to deal with? What do you do in this situation? So, yeah, there's there's so much to – and that in itself, you can't, you can't put a price tag on just that in itself when you attend these. So for sure, for sure. Um, so what are you guys looking forward to um, the rest of the time here? Any Anything else in terms of – whether it's field sessions, experiences up close with vendors, um, maybe a couple of classroom sessions. What do you what do you kind of have highlighted on your uh, on your agenda before you leave here? I'll let you go. I think we're trying to absorb <clears throat> as much as we can and select what we know that can help grow our athletes, our programs. Um, and I think just being able to see the field session, see full practice, a full drill going on on what we can implement um and then also the classroom sessions as well you know things that can help our athletes and not only like the sport in itself but mentally and prepare them and there's some sessions that we're going to be able to go into and get ideas of how to yeah. build culture how to be, build you know that mindset to work hard constantly and i think everything like i wish we could attend everything but we can't we have to <laughs> right, select right so we really have to focus on what is going to be best for our program yeah coach the what i'm excited for is the um the classroom sessions when we're talking about the mental mindset of the player mm -hmm. you know um on my side and i know we've actually been talking about it together um just the issues that, that arise when because you're still dealing with with kids, you know, right, and um, how to how to address those issues that come up, how to build that culture, um, and even discipline in some in some cases, and you know we we're pretty tight as far as a coaching program, right. So we're able to have these conversations, and we figure out an idea, and for the most part, we're pretty successful when it comes to you know our culture, or our program together. Um, so. But to hear it from somebody else, you know, and who probably has data to prove, you know, right. that this this does work. I'm, I'm really interested in that because the game has become teaching to the mind mm -hmm. at this oh, level. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I was listening to um, on the drive on the way up here yesterday. It was interesting because I was listening to uh, who was it? Um, 
Glenn, Glenn Crooks. He, he has a podcast, The Coaching Academy, right on Sirius XM. And he was talking about how some of the coaches that he's interviewed recently, how, how much more specialized the game has become. Now, of course, this is beyond high school, right? But how much more specialized the game is becoming. Like he's had a, a substitute uh, a substitute coach on, right? A coach who just does strategically, um, studies strategically substitutions on when they make the recommendation to the head coach, right? Wow. When to substitute each player based upon the uh, certain parameters of the game, right? What the status of the game, the situation of the game is, the player's strengths, players' weaknesses, the formate, the defensive formation of the the team that they're playing against in that moment. Uh, so it's kind of trends analysis. Uh, interesting. It was really interesting stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I know. I know. I saw. I was listening to that, and I was like, man, it was, like, it was great stuff, though. It was a, it was an interesting listen. So so your time here, taking it all in, first one. Um, what's the ultimate end goal when you get back to El Paso in terms of what you experience here like to take back to your to your programs on day one back uh back in el paso for the field stuff you know that we've experienced so far you know it's it's application you know um we have variations of we both have variations of what we've seen uh, but it was a little twist and just to see how the players adapt to that twist uh, and then there was some you know pointers on intensity and what what does the defending work rate look like so just picking up on that vocabulary you know it's something i definitely wrote down on my mm -hmm. put my notepad you know to highlight that and make sure we're addressing that vocabulary okay. you know to to bring that intensity up yeah yeah coach i think one of the things that i know he said right now in this first session was about being able to adapt as a coach you have to be able to adapt and you know whether it be how's the drill going, how to adjust, how to make things adjustments, um, you know, changing the numbers, maybe like from going seven V five to maybe six V four and being able to adapt. And as coaches, we have to be able to do that adapt as we're seeing something going. And if it's not working, you know, changing it. So just a lot of the things that he was saying and just the key components of being able to implement um, the drills, you know, whatever the classroom sessions whatever it is like bringing it all back and for us try it see what works and you know adapt and change things to make it fit um what's going to fit our programs and our kids the best right and i think that's just part of you know being able to be adaptable like we want our athletes our players to be adaptable as coaches we have to be the same way yeah you know to get the most the most out of what we're learning here and being able to take it back home and implement yeah. it yeah, no doubt, no doubt. What um you run into run into any other uh, El Paso coaches here yet? Yes. Yeah, more more than expected, or what you expected so far? I think it's kind of what I expected. Yeah. Um, but then in talking to one of the vendors, they you know made a comment that there was a, you know another school here, and I you know I did kind of look, but I mean the crowd's pretty big. Yeah. 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 Cool. Same thing, Coach, same thing. about what you expected? About the same, what I expected. And my coach said, like, they told us, oh, we just finished talking to another high school and we're like, we didn't even see them. So it's so many people here. Yeah. You know, and so that's great to see that we are getting more Paso coaches right. over here. That's good. Attending this. Yeah, that's good. So in speaking of El Paso, um, so you guys make the move, make the big dip up to uh, to 6A this year, right? In that. Right. <laughs> And that incredible, uh, I guess, what murderous murderous row of uh, 
of competition, District 16A. Tell us a little bit from each of your respective, you know, each of your respectives, um, men's side, women's side. What are your thoughts going into that, uh, into 6A, playing in 16A this year? So we did. We were 6A about six years ago. It was like four to like about, about three cycles back, right? Something like that. Two cycles back. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were 6A. And at, <clears throat> at that point when we were 6A, we were actually a larger campus mm-hmm. um, student-wise. So it, it was different. And now we're the, uh, we're the baby 6A. <laughs> right, right. So it, it, does, it does change the level a little bit. Yeah. Um, on the boys' side... 4A is competitive in El Paso. You know, 5A is brutal to get out of. Uh, So I don't, I'm not anticipating a huge adjustment there. I think the boys are ready to slide right in when it comes to the club players that are, you know, they all know each other anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, We scrimmage against 6A for the last four or five years in preparation for the season. So for the boys side, it's, I mean, once you get out of region one, it, it's, (laughs) <laughs> it's a different game, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, different type of schools. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. And be, being region one is so tough too. Cause you know, you got to go through, got to go through DFW. Right. Right. And that's, yeah. Yeah. It's no, no doubt. No doubt. What about you coach? You know, I, even going up to one to six, eight, I think it's just, competitive like no matter what district you're in district play is very competitive it the unexpected can happen at any time you have to be prepared no matter what and i just see it as you know it's just district play if it's 6a 5a 4a it don't matter because you have to show up you have to be able to be able to come in and play hard every game because it's just highly competitive i think the girls side is going to be very highly competitive there's so many great teams in 6a um, yes, it's a different challenge, but it's something that we're looking forward to and trying to see what we um, can do coming up at, at 6A this year. Now, you mentioned previously you all were one 6A, right? Yes, sir. You've been in 5A for a while now, and uh, now you're going back, obviously. But what would you say, or is there really, what would you say is maybe the biggest adjustment your teams will have to make, at least, in, at least initially, um, is it is it just kind of on paper? Is it more up here? I mean, is there really a, a big change? What would you say? Is there one? Right off the bat, looking at the the guys, it's not a physical component. It's that mental component, because these guys weren't even in high school last time we were six A. Right. So they hear the word six A, you know, and yeah, it becomes a mental <laughs> mental deal there. So I, I everything else. You know, the boys are ready, but getting their brain to understand that they yeah. are ready is would be yeah. the biggest component. There. Do you see do you see that they hear six A and their eyes kind of get a little bigger? Do you see that in, in your going in, in your conversations voice? that we've had as a team, you yeah. know, and as a yeah. as a group, that there is that like fear of the unknown. But yeah. you know, I've tried to tell them, you know, we've been scrimmaging them for the last four years. Yeah preparation we're not getting blown out of the water you know we're, right. we hold our own yeah yeah coach like coach was saying i think the, the mental part of especially with girls like oh it's 6a you know they they have like a little fear of it but like i tell them is it it don't matter every game you have to come out and play you have to want to be competitive whether 
yes, it's more of a challenge because in 6A, we are going to have to show up with our district. It is it is a very strong district, and right. we need to come in and play hard every single game, which is going to be something that we have to adjust adjust to, knowing that we have to be fully prepared every single game um, coming into this, this season when, it, when district play starts. So I think it's a lot of the mental part and willing to accept that challenge and, you know, and willing to work that hard to be competitive against all these six, eight schools that we're going to be facing this year. Yeah. 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 Well said. Um, all right. Well, we're going to start wrapping up here, but before we do, we always, as is customary, we like to we like to have our guests you know, kind of give shout outs, thank yous, final words, final thoughts, whatever's on their mind and as it relates to, it doesn't even have to be related to the game, could be related to just in our profession, our industry, what we do. Um, floor is yours. What would you guys like to share? Um, you know, the word shout out stood out, you know, and thank yous and stuff like that. And, and for me, you know, in my journey, although I've been in soccer for a long time at the high school level, it, it's minimal compared to a lot of other coaches. So I, I do want to give a, a thanks to these coaches that have that I've played against because you learn a, you learn a lot from your opponent, had the opportunity to talk to to grow. Um, coaches like uh, Coach Enriquez has really been a, a strong mentor and kind of guided me on, you know, a lot of situations and just issues that have happened, even game type strategies. Uh, we work, I feel I'm her assistant and more than, um, in, in, in more times than not. And she's my assistant more, you know, she's the one I'm gonna turn to before, unfortunately, before going to my JV coach, you know? And um, so I do wanna thank these, you know, my competitors, the ones that are in our districts and have been in our districts, cause even the 5A coaches, you know, there's that that tight knit conversations that happen with some of these coaches and talking about programs and building programs and really trying to put El Paso, you know, in the in the spotlight to bring that positive attention. Um, but then also, I, I couldn't do any of this without the support of my family. You know, yeah, we're no doubt. we're in season four months, and yeah, yeah. most days I don't even know what you know what day it is. Falling yeah. asleep on the bus, yeah. you know, it's just a game after a game. Um, but without the support of my, you know, my wife and my kids, it, I don't think I'd be here. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't make it one year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Well, Hey, here's our first apl audio applause on the podcast. There we go. That's for the family right there. And with a shout out to uh, coach Enriquez there. Right. So coach Enriquez, how about you? I think just want to thank like everybody that have the opportunity to work with ever since playing um, club soccer, my coaches my, that I've had through club, through high school, through college, um, <coughs> learning from them and wanting to do what I do now because of them, like the mentorships that I built, the, the bonds that I built with coaches back home, you know, like coach said, like, like he's the best partner in crime that I can have. <laughs> like we talk about everything to help our programs. We're very united in everything that we do. And I think that gives me like the love and the passion I have to be coaching at El Dorado because I have somebody that is my peer that, you know, helps me through the entire process. I'm like, also like to thank my family. My family's an entire soccer family. They coach also as well right. um, back home. And then, you know, 
our administration to let us be here and experiences, right. I think, um, and them supporting us to grow um, our knowledge and to bring it back home and give us, giving us this opportunity. Like, I would like to thank them as well. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Something to be said about that. Important for allowing you all to be here. Yeah, for sure. So awesome. He is coach uh, Oz Salcedo and coach Audrey uh, Enriquez, the head men's and women's soccer coaches of El Paso, El Dorado. Coaches, thank you again for your time. This has been absolutely great. Appreciate it. Hope the rest of your experience here at the Tesco convention is great. And uh, maybe look forward to checking in with you guys before it's all said and done. Thanks, thanks. for having us again. Thank, thank you for thanks having again, us. Guys. You've been listening to the 5050 podcast powered by College Promoters USA. Help us continue to grow by liking, rating, and subscribing on all major podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod, on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast, as well as on YouTube at the 50 underscore 50 podcast. Until the next time, keep downloading and keep listening.